Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Real Life on our Wellspring podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Brian. And this is Craig. Nice, man. We're getting yeah. better at this. We are. Well, maybe. The, I think the <laughs> intros are getting better. There you I go. I think they were. The first one was a little rough. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, though. Thank you. This is going to be good. Hey, so we're going to kick into a conversation today um, with uh, the whole idea of this podcast being Real Life. Um, I, you and I were talking just a minute ago. How do people know around me uh, if I'm a follower of Jesus in, in the real world? That's a really good question. So, so how, how do they know? How do yeah. people find out, oh, this guy is a Jesus follower um, in, in real life? How, how, how are people going to find that out? How do people discover that? Right. And it's not because I wear a shirt, right? Yeah, right. It's not because I have Wellspring merch on and you, yeah. you wear your church's T-shirt and they're like, ah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's a follower of Jesus. That's it. He's got the right shirt on. (laughs) That's it, yeah. Yeah. Or that you're blasting Caleb in your car. There you go. At a red light. No, it's got to be something more, right? Yeah, there has to be something more to that. Let's take a second. What what do you think people would, what what do you think right now pops into your head of how how would people know that I'm a follower of Jesus? You know, so uh, we were talking before, and and the first first scripture that came to mind was this this, this scripture in John 13 where, where Jesus says, by this, you will know them, mm-hmm. that's us, will know that they're disciples of yeah. me because you love one another. And he also says in the same way that he loved us. Yeah. So I kind of think that's a that's a pretty good place to start, a pretty solid definition <laughs> yeah. there, something that Jesus said. Right? Yeah, yeah. that kind of boils down the, the whole idea of going, okay, so how, how do people know that I am a follower of Jesus? Um, is, it, is it that I attend church perfectly? Right. Um, no. Is is it that um, I, I never get I never get angry ever I'm always perfectly Perfect. behave yeah. no, right that's I'm, not it I'm always I'm the I'm the good boy mm-hmm. I'm the good little girl everything is perfect in my life um, that that's not how people I, I, I have a great job I'm a I'm a community leader yeah I, I'm a good husband I'm a good father I donate to a lot of charities I have a lot of philanthropic um, donations going around the place look at all the good things I do obviously I'm a follower of Jesus Jesus didn't say anything about those things I kind of wish he did but that's not what he said I know right it would be nice if I felt like if it was based on my performance that way I could say okay I'm doing great I'm doing good I'm doing great I can measure it instead um, and I actually have heard this statement before um, it it makes it he makes it very simple Mm. But extremely demanding, right? Is 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 typically the way. way that, it, yeah. Typically, what Jesus does. Absolutely, he doesn't make it. He doesn't make it really complicated and say, "All right, here are the here are all the things that you do. Just check all these boxes." Mm-hmm. Instead, he makes it really simple. Um, but he asks a, a lot, a lot yeah. of us, and, and and that's what he says in, in John. Um, he says, "So I'm giving you now a new commandment: love each other, just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another." Will prove to the world that you are my disciple. Wow, that—that's how the world knows. So if we're looking for proof, then that's it right there. Yeah, it's how you love each other, other. In, in the church. Wow, which I don't know about you, but like, man, I feel like everybody in the church is this always super loving, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I know I'm not. Right? Yeah, I know I'm not. Yeah. I, I wish I could be loving all the time, but right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not. The, the the reality is, this is the demanding part. Yeah, it, it is to to love each other, yeah. um, like with, within the church, you know. Absolutely. Um, and, and sometimes uh, that's difficult. And the reason why I can say that is because I know that I'm difficult. 
Yeah. I'm probably not the easiest person to love. I, I, and yeah, I don't know. I think I take the cake on that one. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's really interesting if we're going to have this conversation about, about real life, bringing our faith into real life. How do, how do we um, express it in real life? How, how do people experience it in yep. real life? Ultimately, Jesus gives us a, a really simple answer. This is how people to know love one that another. you're my follower. Yeah. Okay, you so let's unpack this a little bit. What, is, what does this look like practically? Sounds all great, and, and I you know, love one another, yep. I think just bu- buying each other flowers, saying yeah. nice things. Right, that inviting kind of someone around for dinner. Right, maybe that. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. Right. And then, and then we're done. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, and that's the end of the podcast. So. I think, yeah, I think, I think even in that passage of Scripture, Jesus gives us the, the way to do that, how, how to unpack it. Um, and you hit on it right out of the gate. Jesus says, just as I have loved you. you yeah. Like in the same way that I've loved you. So, so okay. So I, I, I kind of believe as a believer that mm-hmm. he loves me um, no matter what, that he loves me despite my many failings yeah. and my shortfalls and yeah. my mistakes and my sins, if you want to use that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves me. So is he asking us to love one another in that, with that same love? That's what it sounds like. Pretty demanding. Dang, man. Not based on your behavior. Yeah. You don't have to behave perfectly wow. for me to love you. Yeah. You don't you don't have to do everything that I like all the time for for me to for me to love you. Um it's that type of expression yep. of love that makes this type of community different. Like the So um, we're getting pretty heavy here. Yeah. Well the the community that word gets thrown around all the time. It does in churches. We we throw it around a lot. Yep. Like, come and be part of the community. Hey, at find our your find your people. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that that ty- those type of phrases. Um, and, and I understand why churches use that phrase. I I, I saw a uh, Barna survey um, recently where they were asking, hey, like, w- what is most important um, for you uh, when you're looking for a church? Yep. You know. And so they listed a few things. Number one was like doctrine what you believe which i think is good but i don't know you know i think also some people being surveyed are like i think i have to click this one yes yeah (laughs) um so besides that answer the next highest one was the sense of community Mm. and so that that's a that's obviously very important to us it's very important we we've even said on this podcast you are not meant to live life alone Alone. right right you got to be part of a community yeah so when we say that, how is that different yeah. than uh, other friendships, other relationships that I have? Right. I, 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 you and I um, have all kinds of relationships with people in, in different environments. In different environments, right? absolutely. Well, people who I would consider friends, mm-hmm. people who consider me a friend. Right. Right? Um, but there should be something different when we talk about the community that we have with one another. Like, like as, as followers, as of, yeah, as followers of, of Christ, Jesus, yeah. we should have something different, yeah. not just like, oh, yeah, these are my butts, yeah. right? Look, I'm going to come right out and say it, and I, I, I don't think we do that very well. No, no, I think I'm, um, I think I'm not super great at it at all. And I'm kind of feeling a little convicted here as yeah. we talk about this. Yeah. Um, so this is a reminder, and, I, and it's, and, and it's let, me, let me just pack, unpack some ideas around how I think I could do better in this area, and I know I've got a long way to go. But um, part of that is just being able to 
sit with and listen to a fellow believer um, in whatever it is they're going through in life and mm -hmm. maybe even to let them know what I'm going through. Yeah. And that then we start getting back into that vulnerable word that we talked about yeah, in that but, first podcast. But isn't that so weird? I feel like it happens in, in Christian circles all the time where um, I am always trying to establish where I am in this Christian relationship. You right. know, I've been following Jesus for a while. I can help you. Yes. You know, yes. like it's always um, it's something that's kind of strange that happens in, in hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. The hierarchy that mm -hmm. exists. Uh, and, and I'm sure you can point to that in, in other relationships too. Um, of course. But you have to ask yourself like, well, does that belong in this type of community mm. that we're talking about? Mm. Um, because, if I'm supposed to be, if I'm supposed to love people in the same way that Jesus loved me, right? Um, I've read somewhere that He made Himself of no reputation. Reputation. Yeah. So, so maybe the hierarchy idea doesn't belong in well, this well, community. Well, I, I think there is a hierarchy. It's just kind of upside down to what we think, right? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's a big idea. We yeah. can talk about that. So yeah, I, I, I've got to be less than make myself humble for um, sure subservient to not subservient but 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 humble to others yeah um and that's a that's a tough thing to do yeah that's a really tough thing to do because i i've got a couple of a couple of things that that hold me up on that constantly one one i've got an, an advice monster that, mm -hmm. that lives inside of me mm -hmm. i just love giving advice yeah well you and you've given me some good ones so <laughs> like i don't mind hearing it yeah know? right <laughs> Yeah, but isn't that what we try to do? So yeah. in this hierarchy, we say, hey, I'm going to be, I'm a older Christian, I'm more mature, or I've got greater character, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. So therefore, in this loving Christian environment, I'm going to jump in and give everyone a bunch of advice. Yeah. Uh, yeah wrong. Yeah. That's, can, that's not going to build. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's and, not going to build relationship. In and hurry. one thing that's really interesting, too, and it happens in like um, Christian com Christian communities all over the place, even even online, you, you see it happen all the time, is um, people like cliche each other to death yeah you know what i mean I like yeah. somebody will be going through something hard and their way of being there for them is like man all things work together for good, good. you know yeah like you're gonna be okay right and it's like um i believe that yep um but when a person has their life falling apart um a lot of times what what i desire is just to know that um someone is here with me yeah there you go right like someone is here with um, me. Yeah, my goodness. That is and, so powerful. And that kind of is really kind of points to the difference between community. When we say that as, as believers, when we say that that word community, even though it gets thrown on around a lot, kind of points to the difference of that type of community versus versus um, relationships and communities and friendships that I have in, in other avenues and other venues with other people um, who aren't followers of Jesus. Um, that's not to say that like, I should only have friendships with believers. Of course not. Like, man, I, I have relationships with all kinds of people. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I, I think people are fascinating. Right. You know, so, and I'm also the type of, I'm not an introvert. So like, right. <laughs> if I'm, if, I am. If I meet somebody and they got something weird going on, I'm like, man, tell me about that. Tell me that. about it. Right. <laughs> like, right. I think that's wild. Yep. But um, something that's different about our community uh, as, as, followers of Jesus versus another one is that ours is centered um, around Christ. Yeah. Like th there is no Christian community without, without 
Christ at the center of it. And this idea that he loves me mm-hmm. no matter what. Of yeah. course he calls me to, to, a, to a higher version of myself yeah. and he's not happy with my mistakes. And, and I've had other followers of Christ do the same thing with me. Right. Call me to a higher standard, yeah. you know, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I value that. Um, but that comes after having, having spent the time to build the relationship a loving mm-hmm. relationship, which means I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. I got to take the time to love you no matter what mm-hmm. um, and get to know you. And you're going to get to know me as well. Yeah. And, and the only way you're going to get to know me is for me to open up. And, of course, that, that raises this idea of this fear. Why do we, why do we find this so hard? And, uh, and I know for me one of the things that I find so hard is this idea that if you really knew me, yeah, yep, that that I would be rejected, that you wouldn't like me, I th- and I think that goes back to, um, and, and we can even we can even have a conversation about uh, conflict with this, mm. but I think it goes back to the things that motivate me, right? A- and I might, I know that some of the things that might motivate me um, aren't are ugly, right? You know, they're they're ugly. And so I don't want you to see that. I don't like want you to know that. Like gaining approval from other people. Yeah. So so yeah, that is what's motivating me, and that's an ugly thing. Right. So I don't I don't I don't want you to to look at me in that light, or to or I don't want to bring you that close, mm-hmm. um, because these things that are motivating me in the background aren't really aren't, aren't really beautiful. Right. Um. So 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 when it comes to conflict, certainly that happens. Because yes. I mean, if if you're a human. Um, regardless if you're a follower of Jesus or not, like conflict is going to happen with people, and I, and I hate conflict, I really do. Yeah, I understand. I, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Right. Um, I can, I, um, sometimes if I'm in a bad mood, I don't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Know? Like yeah. if I'm being honest, yeah. I don't mind it. But I heard this heard this great saying the other day that you know that a conflict de- delayed is a conflict multiplied. Oh yeah. And and that's the that's the thing I'm trying to remind myself of constantly because I, I I naturally want to delay the conflict I want to avoid the conflict mm-hmm. altogether but I, I find that if I don't address it um, sooner then then it does multiply yeah. it does get worse well and the, and the reality about conflict the thing that really has helped me wrap my my mind uh, and and my and my heart about n- not running from it is the understanding that conflict breeds intimacy that that's what conflict does right conflict breeds in intimacy yep. it gives an opportunity if you and i have a disagreement it has an opportunity for you and i to actually end up closer yeah on the backside of it oh my goodness L- like like if i have a disagreement with my spouse if we're yeah. going to argue about something mm-hmm. um a lot of times on the back end of that argument um once we come to a mutual understanding that we that we understand one another there's there's closeness i'm glad we're past that yep. i'm glad that we've like i changed my mind about that you were right or i was wrong or however that ends up it gives an opportunity for there to be intimacy right and, and that having my mind wrapped around that that is on the other side of, of conflict, conflict i want to I, w- I would rather be there and and then we circle back around to this idea of of christ's love for us mm-hmm. His, his way of loving one another, it, we saw it often. He, he did not avoid conflict. No. And yet, you know, with, with some of his disciples, with Peter and, and, and many of the disciples he had issues with, and he just walked right in that conflict, and yet the love afterwards, mm-hmm. the love he showed through that conflict and yeah. the love that was built afterwards was just uh, 
a multitude times of what it could ever have been beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So that understanding that that idea of intimacy is on the other side of conflict. conflict. So I'm not going to oh be. I'm, I'm not going to avoid really this. Yeah. I'm going to step into it because there's going to be some intimacy there yeah. on the other side that that is valuable because I'm supposed to love you in the same way that Christ loves me. Yep. Um, and so that's certainly. Um, one aspect of conflict, but even to circle back around to the reason why conflict gets messy sometimes between believers is because there's this motivation in the background, oh goodness, yep, you know, that's true. that I don't want you to know about. Right. So instead, I'm going to make it about something I've, else. I've got an agenda, or I've got a fear, yeah, or I've exactly. got something that's driving my my anger, mm -hmm. um, and that's not resolving the conflict at no. all. And that's the beautiful thing about like Jesus, who who is our example. Um, he has no other motive. Yeah. Like he, his motive is extremely clear, and he states it again and again and again. Doesn't he? Like, I love you. Like my my command, my dream for you, is for you to love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, soul. and your strength, right. and love your neighbor. And then he says again that our love for one another mm -hmm. proves to the world that we're true followers. Yeah. Of his. Man. Yeah, that's, not, that's a big demand. Which is so funny because I, 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 I don't. I think it's worth reiterating. It seems like in the church or or as a follower of Jesus, I want to make it about almost anything else as to why people know that like I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like it's all these other things, as opposed to I've experienced this love from God, right? And so I'm just going to reflect it to you. Yeah. Um, whether you deserve it or not, yep. because I didn't deserve it. Yep. And so I'm just going to reflect it back to you. And we're going to be there for each other, just in the same way that Jesus has always been there for me. Yeah. There's no, there's never been a moment he's forsaken me or turned his back on me. And so it'll be the same thing with this community. And that's what makes it different. The fact that like, no, we're, we're in this. That doesn't mean that we don't disagree ever. That doesn't mean that but it means that in our disagreement, I'm not going to hide a, a motive from you. Right. I'm just going to say, no, this is where I'm at. Yep. This is it. And then that way we can have that unity e even in a disagreement. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing I, f I found too that i got a long way to get to better, better at this, but one thing I found is to be able to, that, that my capacity to listen to you in your pain mm -hmm. is, again, multiplied by Christ's love in me. Yeah. I can sit and listen and really try to understand what you're saying versus the old way of doing things. The, the way that I, I often fall back to is I don't, I'm, I'm too busy thinking about what I'm going to say next. I'm not really listening. Um, I don't really care. Um, and, and that just doesn't help build relationships. I think, I think where I, you can really get a sense of this, like where for me I've experienced um, any kind of progress or life there is in the realization that I didn't need forgiveness or the gospel one time. <laughs> that the yeah. that actually the closer <clears throat> I try to get to um, like a deeper or a better relationship with with the Lord, the closer I get. Um, it's almost like one of the things that uh, it, trying to describe who Jesus was is he's the light of the world. Like mm. he's, so the closer I get, the more the light shines on like my own sin. That's true. You know? That's true. I, I, 
so we're in this series, Dinners with Sinners. I'm going to say this on Sunday too, whether people listen to this podcast or not. So we're in this series, Dinners with Sinners. And there's a lot of connotation to that idea as if, even when we we're talking about it, that like, oh, Jesus had dinner with these dirty, rotten sinners that we're not anymore. Right. Paul in the New Testament says, talking about himself, calls himself the chiefest of sinners. Sinners, yeah. Sinners of whom I am chief. Right. That is not false humility. No. Like that is what I'm talking and, about. And awareness of how yeah. how bad the we clo- are. Yeah. The closer I get yeah. to Jesus, the more I see, man, I, like here's where I need forgiveness. My weaknesses. Yeah. My brokenness. God, this is where I need the gospel. Yeah. I need it here. I need it here. I need it here. And it's in that type of um, realization that what you're talking about, being able to sit and empathize and listen to a person when they, when they're pointing out their brokenness or when they're pointing out their own struggles, like it doesn't matter if I hadn't struggled with that in five years and 10 years and 15 years, or I've never struggled with a particular thing that they might be struggling with or not going through. I'm aware, I'm acutely aware of my own brokenness. That's Charlie. That's Charlie. If you guys haven't met Charlie, he's a good boy. He's a real good boy, and he's watching us right now. But yeah, where I'm acutely aware of my own brokenness, yeah. and so and so that's what, like, th- that's what's unique in this Christian community that we can have with one another. Right? Is that like I I can listen, I can relate to you regardless of where you're at in your life or where I'm at in mine. Um, because I'm aware of my own bro- my own need for Christ, and He's the center of our community. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah, man. If we, uh, if, if only I was good at, at able to do what we just talked about, then I, then I'd be, uh, I'd be really good. Me so. too, dude. If I would bat a thousand, could you imagine? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. But it just reminds us, right, that we've got we've, it's, it's a work in progress. That that it's a, it's a daily process to to continue to to grow and build my character in Christ, and mm-hmm. and and this is something that we can. Again, let's do this together. Yeah, we can't do this alone, um, and, and it's going to take each other to to get to know one another and, and to get to know Christ. But yeah, and and how I experience it in real life, and how others know in real life that I'm a follower of Jesus is because I I love other people. Yeah. Like I love other followers of Christ. The and love that we have. That's for each the scripture. Other. John John thirteen thirty five. Go look it up. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciple. Nice. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Share this podcast um, and come hang out with us on Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Bear 11 Studio YMCA at Wellspring. Love you guys. See ya. Bye-bye.